Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Elisa Branch, and this is Housing Wire Daily. Today's housing news crossover episode features an interview with Michael Iorio, Senior Division Manager in Joint Venture at NewsRes, and Randy Vandenhouten, the Executive Vice President and Chief Financial Officer at Shelter Mortgage. In this episode, Iorio and Vandenhouten join Housing Wire Editor-in-Chief Sarah Wheeler to examine the increase of joint ventures in the housing space and discuss what makes a good partner from their perspective. But before we listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. At Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group, we know your vision of success is unique to you. That's why your goals and our culture of support go hand in hand. We give you the tools and support you need to thrive and live your best life. Come home to Atlantic Bay. Visit JoinAtlanticBay.com to explore what's possible. Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group, NMLS number 72043, is an equal opportunity employer. Randy and Mike, so excited to have you on the podcast today. Thank you. Nice to be here. Nice to be, be here. Nice to have you. So the first question we always want to ask people is, how did you get in the business, right? Uh, when you were eight, were you like, yes, this is what I want to do. I want to do joint ventures someday. Um, you know, what, what's your story? Well, certainly that, that was not my career goal when I was eight. Um, but I really came into the, the um, joint venture business or the mortgage business for that exam, uh, for that matter, um, back door. So I was really a, a, a accountant, my background, and, and I worked for a large bank, regional bank, and I became a, a controller for a smaller institution that did joint ventures. So I eventually grew through that, um, ultimately became, an, with at that time, shelter mortgage, but ultimately um, ro- rose to the ranks and, and, and shelter was sold through private equity, and I went with shelter, and lo and behold, I'm in the sales area now, um, looking for new relationships, managing current relationships. And so I just kind of evolved over the last 23 years or so. That does seem like, you know, the relationship part of that is the, is what stands out to me. You know, you think that's, that's the key to this whole thing and what you're doing now. It absolutely is. Um, our really joint ventures is all about relationships. And that's the part, frankly, that I enjoy is getting to know our partners, our real estate partners, and really having a relationship with them and getting to know them on a business, uh, personal and professional level. That's really what it's about. So we, uh, you know, that, and that, that really, when I take, when I take everything away, that's so much different than what I grew up in through the accounting or finance world. And it's the part that I enjoy the most. Interesting. Mike, what about you? Not nearly as exciting as Randy. <laughs> I was in the commercial banking space in Chicago. Uh, we moved to California after my oldest one was born. That's where my, my wife is from. And I needed a job. And my sister-in-law was working for World Savings. Got me a job, you know, an interview at World Savings, and that's how I ended up in, in, in the mortgage space. And then navigated through through uh, World Savings and Wachovia and Wells through that time, you may remember, back you know, 2004 through 2009. Uh, and ultimately ended up in the joint venture space uh, when an opportunity came up with Wells Fargo. Was uh, they they were the largest player in the joint venture space at the time. There was they had a, a JV that needed a president. They had a change in leadership, uh, and I was uh, 
I happen to know a few people in, inside the organization who uh, who thought that I would be a good fit, and then that's that's ultimately how I got into the joint venture space was by by running one of the larger JVs that they had uh, in the San Francisco Bay Area. Well, you know, that's the topic of our conversation. We're really excited to to kind of dive into why now we're seeing so many joint ventures, why they make sense right now. So, so maybe you can give us because because of that background, give us a sense of like what's changed. And and why joint ventures are how joint ventures are different right now than than when you started. I think joint ventures are different today. There's much more uh, scrutiny about how they're structured, you know, organizationally, compliantly, um, wanting to ensure that you know we are separate. We're, we're establishing separate, independent mortgage companies, separately licensed, uh, that are are responsible for both you know for the origination of the loans the quality of the loans having everything set up that it, it truly is an independent mortgage bank uh, i think years ago there was a little bit more latitude with the structure of these joint ventures and um there were more therefore there were more people involved there were more players in the industry that were that were part of the jv space and what you're seeing today is there's fewer and fewer and those that are in it like new res uh that are doing things the right way that are spending an incredible amount of time and resources structuring the joint ventures um, so that they're compliant. Uh, and ultimately, by doing all that, you know, we're ensuring that they're going to be successful for the long term. I don't know, Randy, anything? To I would totally agree. You're, you totally agree with that. I mean, I think the 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 um, you know, I think it's so important is when you look for a partner or look look to go into a joint venture space that you, you that you set up the structure is comp- is complete is is compliant and. And really, once you've got that in face in place, and you you go through the hurdles of getting uh, this joint venture, this mortgage origination company, approved and running, from that point, then it's really about the relationship that we spoke about earlier about you know fitting the culture of the office and working with the partner, working together as a board to say who who's you know who's going to be our our leaders and who how we staff it that we're going to match the culture and we're going to meet expectations. That's the part that really gets fun. Right when you start turning the corner from startup to really getting a, a successful um, mortgage cop- company operating. Well, let's talk about those partners and how you choose them. And from your perspective, what makes a good partner? Right? I mean, you, you're you're on your side trying to be a good partner. What are you looking for in someone who you know is going to be a good fit for this? I'd say first and foremost, it's partner engagement. You know, are, are they? Why are they? Why is that partner interested in the joint venture uh, today? There's many companies that are interested in the JV space because of the additional revenue that can bring into their organization. Uh, and that's extremely important. Uh, and, and we can't forget about the revenue or the income that, that stream that, that comes in. Uh, and that allows a lot of our partners to pay for a lot of other things that are more core to, to you know, selling homes, right, or listing homes. Uh, but, but going back to the partner engagement, it is, you know, truly why are they there? If they're just there for the dollar, that falls apart over time, it, 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 if they truly have a vested interest in in the the hiring, the leadership of the joint venture, uh, they truly have a vested interest in building a culture of the joint venture, uh, spreading the word within their agent community why a referral to the joint venture to the mortgage partner is important and how it will better their business and their and their uh, customers or clients' overall experience. If they're really invested at that level, that's when you have a, a good partner, and that's where our most successful joint ventures are. I mean, we have some some partners that have been with us for 25 years plus, mm-hmm. uh, and those that are the most successful and the longest 
tenured are those that, that are at that uh, level of engagement. You, know, you stole the word you know, engagement is key, right? And it's really about the relationships and building those relationships, not only from a from our level down to the real estate partner, but to, you know, then to the to agents and to the loan officers, and really that trust and depending that when you come to us with a hard deal, we're going to be able to meet those timelines and get that get that transaction closed, and you know really help the end borrower and the consumer buying that home, and really that we're we're relying relying on each other, and it's that relationship and that trust that we build over time. And exactly, we have we have joint venture relationships that are twenty five years plus. Um, all, you know, which again, strong relationships, and we understand the importance of a meeting a closing. We absolutely do. Great point on that. So, you know, you, you mentioned the money. You know, profitability mm-hmm. is part of why these things make sense and why they make sense right now. So, you know, speak to that a little bit about about how um, your partners see this, how this how this helps them be more profitable. I'll let you speak to the accounting part of it. Randy. The accounting part. <laughs> The funnest part. Yeah. <laughs> well, obviously, there you know there's an investment, and, and that's you know there, there's an investment, and we we both sides invest money and get this get an entity approved, and there's a time lag from timeline lag from when that investment is made till the entity is approved and, and licensed, and uh, and we're ready to originate. But once you know we, we staff up and we create that that hurdle across that border. We start paying um, quarterly distributions based on ownership, um, which basically varies by market, you know, product mix and loan officer compensation and so forth. But we, I can say that we we drive meaningful quarterly distributions to our to our realtor partners, and you know we have regular board meetings. I think the thing that sets us apart is that, or we try to set us apart is that we we are talking to our partners on a regular basis. We have regular meetings, and and it's very transparent. Are, you know, are very transparent as the co- the income and costs. We talk about where we're setting our margins, what our profit exp- expectations are, and they can and our partners can realize, you know, in advance, you know, what they can expect for as far as their profit distributions. And again, it's all based on ownership, and it's, it's um, very structured. And and you know, the board, the board, it's the board. Ultimately, we work together to set all those parameters. And, and we've also seen. Uh, with our most successful partners, that a successful joint venture, not only is the joint venture itself profitable, but it makes the real estate company a better company. Because those agents that are working with our loan officers, they have greater control over the transaction. There's a greater sense of transparency. Um, if, If something were to require uh, intervention or escalation. It's a big difference between knowing who that president of that joint venture partner is and going to a branch manager at some national chain and you, you use, it's, it's a name in it, but there's no relationship that's there. So by having more control over the, the, the file or the transaction from start to finish, it's a better experience for the client. More repeat, more excuse me, repeat uh, clients. They come back to you for future transactions and future home purchases, uh, and then it's also used, frankly, as a recruiting tool to to retain or attract top realtor talent that to come into to uh, the brokerage. So it goes beyond just the profit and loss of the joint venture, and you know, a really engaged partner can bring can, can extrapolate additional value for their brokerage with a successful mortgage. Joint venture. 
Well, I, I think it's really interesting. You know, you talked about at one point the, um, yes, we know we can, we can do this loan. We can do it fast. And so, you know, I think about the pain points that your partners have right now. One of them has to be low inventory. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, h- how do you help in that? How, or how does the partnership help in something in, in the kind of environment we're in right now? Well, I think it's important to know that you know, the joint venture is the lender. So there's, it's not a third party. It's okay. not getting brokered out. The joint venture is the lender. So the, the, the name on those documents is the name of the JV. So they're the lender. They have the, the control points for escalations, for prioritization. Uh, and one of the things that, that, that we value is all of our joint ventures have access to fully underwritten pre-approvals, fully underwritten TBDs, depending on the market that you're in and, and what they're called. And, and that's a whole heck of a lot different and a lot more reassuring than just going in there with having, you know, an automated, you know, AUS fire that they're pre-approved or that they're approved, right? We've, we have, so now you can come in, if you're working closely with your, your, your partner, uh, the realtor can go in and present an offer where really the only two outstanding conditions are a contract and an appraisal. And when you're in a tight inventory market where, where everything is that the timelines are compressed, if you can get to that point where you just need to get into contract and have an appraisal, uh, you're, you're going to win more than you're going to lose. And, uh, it's, it's a much better experience for the, for both the agent and the borrower. And quite frankly, the lender. Yeah. And I was going to ask, you know, further on that about the customer experience. How does this, you know, in, in this age, you talked about re- uh, retaining those customers long term. So how does how does the experience that they have? They don't know it's a joint venture, right? It's just here's their lender or whatever. How does that retain them? Well, they, they do know it's a joint venture. You know, that's one very early on in the transaction. We're disclosing the, the realtor, in fact, is disclosing that that, you know, this is that we're affiliate lender. So they know there's a relationship. Often they're, you know, they're, they're often in the same offices as our real, we're, our loan officers are often in the same offices as our realtors. Um, that puts additional pressure on us to perform, frankly. I mean, we're in the office down the hall. And, uh, so they understand and, um, and that's, you know, the pressure's on us to perform. And, you know, frankly, we do. And, um, you know, I, I think our customer service, uh, surveys are, are very positive. Um, and I think we do, we do an incredible job. Um, measuring measuring the recapture of that customer, our, our our metrics are very high. So I think I think from that perspective, I think our customer service is is very strong. And, and in this market, this market, it's really important that when you when you're recommending someone, you have to make sure that 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 company's going to perform for them. Because if they don't, like everyone knows, there's 22 people behind them ready to take the property. So. Um, so that's our that's our service that's our agreement that's our that's the model we live with every day, because we're in that office we're we're around the corner. And just to add to that, I mean, a realtor the best realtors have teams. The best realtor when you're going to put an offer in on a home and when it's accepted, they don't let you just go and get any inspection. They 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 direct you. These are this is the inspector we're going to use for the foundation or the chimney or the general home inspection or the or the furnace. Uh, the the best realtors also have a team of mortgage professionals that they rely upon because the you know, ultimately the realtor has their commission is dependent upon closing the transaction and their future commissions are dependent upon repeat customers and getting re- and referrals right so. 
I would say that the, those clients do know that the mortgage company is an affiliate and is a joint venture because it's part of that realtor's team. If you do business with us, this is what we're going to do to get you into identify homes. This is what we're going to do to get you into contract. And this is the experience you're going to have once we're in contract through closing and whether that be with inspections, whether that be with financing, whether it be with title and escrow, because a lot of our partners also have title and escrow companies. So uh, insu- you know, recommendations on insurance, soccer teams, all those things. Are part of that. I mean, that's all part of what a realtor brings to the table. So I very much believe that the client knows that we are a part of that realtor's team. And when they choose to do business with the client, with the, with the realtor, they've also chosen to do business with one of our JVs. For the full interview, check out the Housing News Podcast, now available on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Now more than ever, the housing industry is looking to its leaders for answers. That's why each week, the Housing News Podcast invites a new mortgage, fintech, or real estate executive to the show to provide its listeners with more perspective on the announcements and news stories crossing HousingWire's news desk. Hosted by Sarah Wheeler and produced by Alcina Lloyd, the Housing News Podcast is now available on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and more. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily as we wrap up this week's news coverage. As always, we like to remind you to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Have a great weekend and catch everyone back here again on Monday.